What's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Empire Radio Podcast. I'm Andrew. I'm Jeremiah. I'm Drew. And happy Life Day, everyone. Yay! Tuesday, November 17th. Apparently, it's Life Day now. I was not aware that the 17th of November was officially Life Day, but uh, it is Life Day, and it marks the release of the Lego Star Wars Holiday Special. Mm-hmm. So, but what exactly is Life Day? Like, what is it? Life? Well, we celebrate I, life. I'm I'm P, I'm gonna get into a little bit of PTSD because of the holiday special. Um, Life Day was originally um, ugh. Life Day was originally created for the Star Wars Holiday Special back for Christmas of. 79 that was the year new hope came out correct 77 77 why why oh my this gosh. is the second time you've forgotten the year of the first movie i'm so, i'm sorry i'm so sorry <laughs> so the christmas of 77 star wars was massive george lucas was not expecting it and george said okay we got to give we got to give people more star wars content and they created the holiday special um and we're not going to talk about that in detail because we're going to be doing our own reaction and commentary video for it later, closer to Christmas. Uh, and the Star Wars holiday special is a monstrosity in the best way, I guess, possible. Um, but the Life Day was originally a Wookiee holiday. Um and I'm reading actually off of StarWars.com to give you some more context, some actual context. So it was actually in 1978. It wasn't 1977. This is the Star Wars Holiday Special in 1978. Uh, and then it revolves around family, uh, family reunion between Chewbacca and his Wookiee family on the homeworld of Kashyyyk. Is it more um, like a Kashyyyk holiday? Yeah, Life Day began as a Wookiee holiday centered around the Kashyyyk Tree of Life, but can be celebrated by any species in any location. Princess Leia Organa once spoke of Life Day as a reminder that we're all in the same struggle against the powers of evil and darkness. Uh Family, joy, and harmony are all among the values and tenets of Wookiee culture that are embraced on Life Day. It's time to share the hopes of celebrating freedom and peace no matter how different we all may appear. Uh, people enjoying Life Day tradition mark this holiday with festive decor, music activities, and the serving of unique and special food items. So there is your brief introduction, even though I am I butchered the, the years. My, my apologies, everyone. I promise you I love Star Wars. Um, <laughs> and uh, we have a new holiday special today, and it is a Lego mm-hmm. one, like I mentioned earlier, and we are going to be talking all about that this episode. So it's going to be fun. Buckle up. You're in for a fun episode this time. But really quickly, before we do, uh, if you're a returning listener, you've heard all this stuff before, but it is important. Um, And I want to take a minute and talk about our sponsor and our giveaways that we're currently doing. So if you didn't know, we are being sponsored by cufflinks.com for the time being, especially surrounding uh, the episodes of season two of The Mandalorian. And they sent us some items with the sole purpose of giving them away to you, the listener. So every Friday uh, for the past three weeks now, we have been, or two weeks now, we, no, 
three weeks. This is our third one. Yes, yes. this is our third three weeks one. now. Uh, we have been doing giveaways. We've been announcing a new giveaway item, and it is a Star Wars giveaway item. Um, and the winner is being drawn the following Thursday. Um, so this week, this past Friday, we announced that we are giving away a really, really nice uh, Mandalorian helmet tie. So it's a gray tie, a lighter gray tie, and it's got dark gray Mandalorian helmets in a pattern across it. It's incredibly well made, extremely nice, and the perfect way to add a Star Wars element to your formal formal attire, whether you're going to a wedding or just going to the office or you just like to wear ties because they look nice. And you know what? If you do, more power to you because I, I can't do it. But <laughs> if you want to get your hands <laughs> on a Mandalorian tie, head over to the link um, that is on both our Facebook and Instagram. And both of those handles are Empire Radio Podcast, all one word. Um, and you click the link. There are four ways you can enter. Each way gets you a certain number of entries towards uh, the grand prize of the tie for this giveaway. And that's it. It's super easy. And in the process, you get to learn a little bit more about Cufflinks and uh, our social media accounts. So again, if you want to enter the giveaway, head over to our social media accounts at Empire Radio Podcast, click the link and enter the giveaway. If you have already entered a giveaway, you do need to enter again. I uh, just wanted to clarify that. So you have, if you want to get the tie, you have until Thursday, this Thursday, November the 19th at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time to enter uh, before the giveaway closes. So uh, let's take a quick moment and listen to a word from Cufflinks.com, uh, the first sponsor of today's episode. Hey everyone, Andrew here with a word from the sponsor of today's episode, Cufflinks.com. If you didn't know, Cufflinks.com is the premium men's accessory marketplace, and they offer a wide array of products, including cufflinks, ties, lapel pins, and much more. The awesome thing about Cufflinks.com is that they partnered with popular brands like Star Wars to bring you exclusive, officially licensed products. They're even coming out with new Star Wars products surrounding the release of The Mandalorian Season 2 that you're not going to want to miss. This means that you can add a dapper Star Wars element to all of your formal outfits. Want to snag something awesome for yourself? Well, put in the code EMPIRE15, that's with a capital E and no space, at checkout and you'll receive 15% off your order with no minimum purchase. Still not convinced? Well, Cufflinks.com offers incredible customer service, free shipping on orders over $100, and one to five day delivery anywhere in the United States. Trust me, there's no way you could have a bad feeling about making your next purchase at Cufflinks.com. All right. Here we are. Star Wars. Star Wars. (laughs) Star Wars. Lego movie. Lego Star Wars. Okay, so... Celebrating uh, life. Celebrating life. Um, honestly, I, I th- this was very well received for me in 2020. It was so wholesome. <laughs> and I just, I was, it warmed my heart and I was, I was yeah. really receptive. But um, for, for those of you uh, who may not have had a, an experience with Lego Star Wars, I'd be very surprised. Um, very surprised because Lego Star Wars has been around for, a long time like since before i was i think i was in high school or maybe like middle school when it came out so it's been at least like a solid what mean, 10 what do you mean by lego years. star wars like the lego star wars the games 
Yes. Well, because okay. Legos, like the Lego sets have been around for a very long time, but the games, mm-hmm. the, the atmosphere of like the humor and them making jokes about themselves and like that element of it really came out in the games in that first yeah. Lego Star Wars game, which I owned on PlayStation 2. So if that gives you any inclin- indication <laughs> of how old it is, that'll that'll date mm-hmm. it. I had it on PlayStation 2. Um, but Lego Star Wars is known for... <laughs> taking the major plot points and keeping them intact, but basically everything else being a funny. joke or funny or, you know, some sort of deviation. Making fun from of the itself. Actual... Yeah. Um, and, and it's wonderful. I have to admit Lego star Wars has always been really fun. Um, I think I may have mentioned this on the podcast before. Uh, and Drew, feel free to say what I think you're going to say when I say this, but I did a hundred percent complete Lego star Wars, the force awakens on PlayStation three or four. <laughs> What would I say to that? I thought you were going to say weird flex, yeah, but okay. That's the, oh, weird flex, but okay. <laughs> yeah, because I love I, don't, I love I, Lego Towers. I, I, I was going to say I don't really consider that any kind of flex, but okay. Wow, <laughs> what? Dude, I, I I got a platinum hundred percent completion trophy for that game. That's so for me. I feel the hundred percent the opposite about Lego games. They Wait, give like me them? so much anxiety, and Wait, I get what? so stressed out from them. Cause it, Is it for because me, of the completion? Yeah, and it's just like I hate. I don't. I don't enjoy like platform runners. Granted, this isn't, oh. but like I don't enjoy that style of like com- trying to complete something until you die. Like without dying, essentially. Like I'm more right. of like kind of gamer that like I like first person shooters. Like I, I don't sure. like a lot of. I'm not a huge fan of that style of games. And then Legos, like when you're doing something and then you blow up and then you just shatter a million pieces and then you gotta go find all your parts and I don't, yeah, I don't know. And then you the puzzles, I, I just never enjoyed it. Like to the point, like I, I'll play it here and there. Like I used to play it on GameCube, um, which just tells you how long I've it's been since I played it. Yeah. But like. I would never try to hundred percent any of that stuff, but but cool. I now I know you're super the, pumped for the new one. Oh, I y'all well, not to mention, like, so it's all nine Skywalker movies, mm-hmm. and it's on Switch, which is my favorite console at the time. At I mean, currently, it's my favorite console. I've been playing a ton of Animal Crossing, New Horizons with my wife. And we love it. So, yeah, I'm really excited about that. But more so, I just really enjoy the general, like, Lego Star Wars vibe. I've seen some of the, like, the shorts, the animated shorts. Um, I never got into the, what was it, the Freemaker Adventures. They had, like, a TV show on Disney XD or something like that. Never got into that. It seemed a little young for me at the time, but... Um, a lot of the shorts and stuff have been, have always been really funny. Like they've done a really good job of throwing humor in there. That's like not super cheesy. Um, Mm. Jeremiah, did you ever have an experience with Lego Star Wars at all? No, I watched like a couple of the short shorts that are on Disney plus, but you scolded me once for watching them and that's not the real thing or something like that. So I didn't watch it. Wait, what did I really? Yeah. (laughs) You told me how you love the Star Wars Lego stuff, and I said, "Well, I watched a couple on of the ones on Disney Plus." He's like, "Those aren't the real ones." 
or something like that. That was probably because you hadn't played the games, I'm guessing. I, yeah. I don't know. See, for me, this is like my first Lego viewing experience for Star Wars. Oh, really? Now, the Lego movies, I, I love the oh, Lego movies. Gosh. Like They're hilarious, the humor. Yeah. And so when yeah. I saw the trailer for this, I was like, all right, this is going to be funny as heck. And is this going to be really fun? Like, sit back. And like, I, I mean, I have literally like a million nieces and nephews. So I know yeah. I'm going to watch this like five million times. Yeah. Over the course of this week, this coming up weekend. So, yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I I actually really enjoyed this. And yeah, I was actually about to ask both of you what your, before we get into the details, what your overall thoughts were. So for me, I really enjoyed this and it could, it might be because like the timeline of like how it's after Rise of Skywalker and yeah. we're kind of getting more of how life is going for the crew. But I also really enjoy the essentially breaking the fourth wall and making fun of itself. I really yeah. find that really funny. And yeah. my wife said this is the best Star Wars that Disney has put out besides Mandalorian, um... which made me die laughing. Because <laughs> she thought this was way better than the last three movies. So. I will tell you that this this made me want to go back and rewatch them, just just because of the characters that were there, because I haven't seen them. I mean, like I haven't seen the Force Awakens in well over a year, if not longer. I haven't seen the Last Jedi in probably Since the same release. amount of time, <laughs> and then I've seen I've seen the Rise of Skywalker. Maybe once, if not twice, max in the last year. But like, I'm not really. I mean, yeah. for obvious reasons, I haven't spent a ton of time with them. So I might, I might go back and watch, rewatch those, just because I was like, oh, Poe, Finn, Ray. Yeah, this made me hate Poe even more. Oh my gosh! Then like, it, it makes sense for his character to be like this for me. Yeah. Well, really quickly, Jeremiah, what did you think? I don't know. I wasn't really impressed that much by it. <laughs> what? <laughs> wow. It, I don't know. Did you not enjoy it? It was it was some funny parts, but like I've never watched any Lego movie ever. So I don't I, oh. I didn't know what to expect like if it's actually like oh. any story. Wait, Jeremiah, point? have you not seen the actual Lego movies, the first and the second one? No. I've I've never seen any Lego movie ever. Oh man. So like I didn't Batman know I didn't know how it was going to be set up. I thought it was going to be more like a, like a, I don't know, like a normal animated film that has like an actual oh, story. No, 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 oh, no, 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 no. So like, no. I knew it was going to be trolling things. But the whole you didn't thing. realize it was like super. Trolling. I thought it was going to be more. There's going to be more story to it, rather than just no. <laughs> callbacks or whatever. And then I, I guess that's fair. I really didn't care about. Finn being trained as a Jedi, like I immediately, I was like, "Wow, I really don't care." <laughs> Interesting, but okay, well, but uh, I will say dang. that my favorite part about the whole movie was Palpatine. Like, oh, Palpatine was hilarious. He was the best part of the whole whole thing. Like, they should just make a Lego movie about him. Like, canon, he, canon Lego movie of Palpatine. I mean, this is canon. I, no, it's uh, technically, okay, technically, yes, but no. Like, Explain the Lego no. stuff is, well, because the Lego stuff is so far of a deviation 
from the actual plot that no one like I don't think Disney or Lucasfilm like considers it fully canon. Like it's it's I read by somewhere Disney. that this was actually canon. But that can't be canon because I don't think it is. Because don't we don't see, watch a new I, hope and see Ray falling Luke's lap in the yeah. thing. Like we don't see Well that's not No, because this all happened after the movies. Well yeah, but if you time travel No, Jeremiah, it happened after right. they filmed Luke flying the trench yes. in real time. Yeah. <laughs> the first go round we just don't see it because we already got it. That's not how time travel works. Yeah, it's not how time travel works. But that's not how the force um, works either. <laughs> that's funny. Um, yeah, Palpatine is pretty standard Palpatine uh, based on his other appearances in Lego Media. So that was that was fun to see his personality pretty much be the same. But let's uh, let's go through a basic summary, just an, an overview to catch everybody up. Uh, spoilers. I don't really know why I would have to say this at this point, <laughs> but spoilers if you haven't seen it yet. Um, but let's talk about a brief summary. And then uh, let's just go into what we thought and things we noted and whatnot. So uh, they're celebrating Life Day, or they're getting ready to celebrate Life Day. Ray's training uh, Finn, which I thought was really interesting on how to be a Jedi. I guess they they finally decided to do something with his whole force sensitivity thing instead of just throw it away. But we're not going to talk about that right now. Uh, <laughs> so he's, it's not going well. She gets down, he gets down because he thinks he's failing her. She thinks he's failing him. Yada, yada, yada. She finds a book. The book says to go to Kordoku. Uh, there's a Jedi temple there. One day a year on life day, you can get a key and you can time travel basically. And then uh, we do find out that Chewie's family is on their way to celebrate Life Day with the whole gang, which is composed of Poe, Finn, Ray, BB-8, Rose, initially. Which, yeah. Anyways. <laughs> Dang, Drew. Anyways, so she leaves them. Poe immediately goes into party planning mode and starts... Like, 90% of the humor early on from this was all from Poe and the people in the Falcon. Uh, trying to get ready for life day on Kashyyyk, but Ray goes off, finds this crystal, looks like a big Kyber crystal, and then she realizes it can open portals like Doctor Strange mm-hmm. uh, to, through time and space, through the Force, and she goes on an, an adventure to learn how to train Finn from Jedi Masters and Apprentices from the past. So she goes to Dagobah uh, and sees a brief glimpse of Master Yoda training Luke, she goes from there. This was, I loved this scene, by the way. She goes from there to episode The Phantom Menace. Mm-hmm. Um, so she, she goes to Dagobah. She goes to The Phantom Menace scene where Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon are in the, the waiting area at the very beginning. Then she goes to the elevator scene from Attack of the Clones where Obi-Wan and Anakin are going up at the very beginning. She goes to A New Hope after that where she drops into Luke's X-Wing during the trench run. Um, And then there is a kind of a wipe over to the people at the Falcon. They're still preparing the party. And then she ends up at the Death Star 2. So this is right before the Battle of Endor in Return of the Jedi. 
and they are Palpatine and Vader are talking about their plan. Vader brings Palpatine a gift for Life Day. It's really funny. And uh, Ray shows up. Things go a little wrong because Vader follows her back through the portal. And then a whole bunch of chaos ensues from there. So basically her and Vader begin fighting to try to gain control of the crystal. And they go through a whole slew of other Star Wars moments like uh, the Hoth scene where the Empire is invading the Rebel base. Mustafar where Obi and Anakin are facing off the Mandalorian, the end of season one. Uh, yeah, that Padres. was pretty awesome. I love that. I have a comment about that scene too later okay. on, but okay. we'll get back to it. Uh, she goes to the pod race at the very end when it's just Anakin and Sebulba. There's a scene with two clones on speeder bikes and it looks like they could be on Felucia or that one planet where, um, gosh, Adi Galia, that's her name gets killed during order 66. Um, and then they go through Exegol during the final scene of the rise of Skywalker. And then they end up on Tatooine, uh, in a new hope. And then long story short, there is a kind of a climax and a final battle on the second death star during the events of return of the Jedi. But instead of it just being Luke Vader and the emperor, it's Luke (laughs) from Return of the Jedi, Luke from A New Hope, Vader the Emperor, and Kylo Ren, because uh, Vader and the Emperor end up getting the crystal, and they go into the future, and they meet Kylo Ren. (laughs) And there's this really funny bit about him not having a shirt on, but they they beat, you know, Rey, Rey ends up winning, she sets things back to normal, and then they celebrate Life Day. So that's kind of a brief run through of the Mm -hmm. whole thing. So now, let's just open it up we can talk about what we liked, what we didn't like, so on and so forth. Well, my favorite part was half mall fighting in the desert. Yes, okay. I was going to yes. mention that. He and, was yeah. doing work, dude. He was like, standing on one and, hand. It was awesome. And I, I, I have a feeling I know what Andrew's favorite scene was. At the very I guess away. At the very end, Babu Frick breakdancing. I did enjoy Babu Frick breakdancing, but I, I expected him to do the hey, hey, and yeah. he never yeah, did. Yeah, he didn't do I it. I was really hoping that in the middle of breakdancing, he was going to get up and, and yell that, but he didn't, <laughs> yeah, and it was too. kind of a letdown. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I stopped taking notes um, once the action kind of started towards the end where they actually started fighting and like the plot thickened, but I have a lot of notes up until that point, a lot of notes. Really? So yeah. for me, I enjoyed when she went and landed on the elevator going up in uh, the Clone Wars episode. Yeah, I like, enjoyed that. And Anakin's sitting there with flowers, not stressing yeah. out. It was like so funny to me, like breaking that fourth wall and like understanding that he was still like lusting after this girl and he wasn't supposed to but then like <laughs> bringing it to like the next level with like him holding like flowers i thought that was hilarious and i guess that's the thing with lego is that it's it they take those subtle things and they always over exaggerate they, they make right. them i was yeah. sad that we didn't get the high ground like any high ground mention well i was really we hoping get, but, when they were like doing like but the, we did the super fast like going through like they were gonna like pass through uh uh the 
Jedi Council chamber when Anakin goes in to kill the the Padawans. Like it was cool. Oh, it was just no. a flash of them him standing there. No way. <laughs> that would so, have oh, been hilarious. That would have been dark. <laughs> if he was just standing there and the the kid would have said, "But Master Annie," and then like that was it. That would have been hilarious. <laughs> That's that would have been really dark. I don't know if I would have enjoyed that for <laughs> kids because I mean, this is a kids so show too. I, it's yeah, um, it's rated seven years old. So yeah. Um. So I, I yeah, I had a lot of notes. Uh, one thing I really enjoyed was the voice actors. So in for those of you that don't know, a lot of a lot of the Lego games early on and the Lego media early on was not voiced. It was like all grunts and gurgles and yeah. stuff. Um, and so the inclusion of voice acting was a pretty big deal. And I don't remember when it actually started, but I know that Lego The Force Awakens was fully voice act- acted. But they they came back and they got an entire cast. So like all of the original actors from or at least most of them from the sequels, voiced their characters. So Daisy Ridley, John Boyega, uh, Oscar Isaac, etc. And then, I don't know if you guys, guys noticed this, but a, a lot of the Clone Wars actors were back. So Tom Kane, yep. James Arnold Taylor, um, Matt Lanter, like they were all back for their respective parts. Wait, question. That was really... Don Boyega, though? No. The, I thought it was. No, I no, looked I at the notice. credits that there was... It, was, it wasn't even Ray. I thought Ray was Daisy no. Ridley, and it wasn't. There was... Uh, I could have sworn it was her. It was Anthony Daniels and Billy D. Williams, I think, were the only... Are you serious? Only ones. That's yeah. so lame. I miss, I miss the credits, so... Well, it sucks yeah, not with the credits because, like... It goes right to the voice actors, the cast, right when it yeah. uh, goes small screen. So when you click on it, you miss it. Yeah. <laughs> so like, um, that's so lame. It sounded like him to me. I thought it was Ray, but it wasn't. Thought, Ro- I'm pretty sure Rose was was. Oh, maybe Rose Kelly too. Marie, Marie Tran might have been her too. But well, for sure, I knew it Finn sounded and, like her. Voice. I knew Finn and Poe weren't the people I, yeah. at all. That's so lame. I will. T- I mean, well, James Arnold Taylor played all th- three iterations of Obi Wan, and then Tom Kane did the Clone Trooper voices, and uh, not Tom Kane for the Clone Troopers, but uh, for Qui Gon, he did the Qui Gon voice. So there were there were Clone Wars actors in voice actors in this for sure. Anakin's voice was the same too. Like if you go back and listen to it, it sounds just like. Anakin from the Clone Wars. We should just look it up. On yeah, I'm, I'm looking at it on uh, IMDb. So, yeah. yeah, so Billy D. Williams was Lando. Um, James Arnold Taylor was Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yeah, and Kelly Marie Tran was Rose. Matt Lanner was that Anakin. Like Rose. Yep. Um,. Yeah. That's it. I know Anthony Daniels was there. Yeah. He he plays C-3PO any chance he gets, and I love it. Right. So. Oh, for that ending scene. 
Okay, Jeremiah, I'm really curious what you wanted to say about the Mandalorian scene. So, yeah, we can go ahead and jump there. Every every scene that we go in from all the movies was literally what we have saw in the movies. Mm-hmm. But this but scene not- was not something that we've seen mm-hmm. so far. And so I'm thinking that this scene is kind of like a little Easter egg of a future scene. It his armor was different, right? Though. So that's what I know. So I watched it again. The armor is his old and armor. IG Eleven is there. IG Eleven is there, but there is not a scene when they're fighting together outside with Baby Yoda. Well, sure, on strapped on IG Eleven's back. Right, we don't see that. So I was like, so I, I don't know. That was like something yeah. that I noticed. I thought maybe yeah. he gets goes back to his old armor somehow and. I just think Other it was ID. kind of a cameo where they they didn't want to yeah. construct the whole thing because it I, looked like Navarro and it looked like the scene from the end of season one because IG-11 does carry the child in the bag, you know, when he's on the speeder bike. To me, it seemed like this might have been created before season two was even out. Oh, I don't yeah. know how long these, the our season one was even out. Sorry, like I don't know how long these take to make. So maybe they just knew of these characters were going to be in the same show together, and they just like kind of put it together. Because you are right, like everything else is actually scenes that we get in real Star Wars. Like even the next yeah. one from that, they jump right into the um pod racing scene and it's like even the it's for sure like the audio clip from yeah, that yeah 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 I, like, I noticed that follow closely by skywalker like it's like the same thing so it is kind of weird maybe it is something that we're not going to get and maybe it's just because they didn't release the certain toy or the certain lego piece yet for the harder armor Possibly. and they just gave them that um because I did remember the Clone Wars thing, like Anakin didn't have on the elevator scene, he didn't actually have his hair tie. It was just the other Anakin. It, yeah, it was the Anakin from the Clone Wars, the show. The show, yeah, not the. Yeah. So it, it is interesting like because they, that could that could be it because they haven't released. Have they released a full Beskar Mando minifigure? I mean, that you know yeah. of. Minifigure. They have well three and three for a Lego quarter, set. No, I don't know about Lego. I know the the only Lego one for sure they have is the old one, which is that's what I'm Wait. saying. They might they might not have released it because they had they don't have a Lego set of that yet. Let me look it up because all of the minifigures were other than a few moments. They're all production minifigure models. You know, other than like post sweater yeah, yeah. and which he might be in the the Star Wars Advent calendar, I don't know. So yeah, all the Mandel that I've seen is not of his other armor. It's it's of his first armor set. Yeah, well, it could it could be that they haven't released the figure yet. Yes, maybe. Because if they had released weird, that, because like the they have a legal set of the. The chicken walker and he had his other armor in that but 
when you buy it, you actually get his old armor. So I feel like they well, just because never they, made they, his... they released it before the show. Oh, yeah. So. So, yeah. I'm guessing they were making this and they didn't want to leak anything because they didn't know when this was going to release. If it was going to release this year or next year or like the year that we're on or last year. So they just added that in. It right. Like it didn't really wasn't because we didn't stay long with the child or anything. I did. I did really like that moment where they acknowledged how cute he was. That was nice. Yeah. And the music changed to the Mandalorian yeah. music. Yep. I really enjoyed it. Were you guys happy that they made fun of um, Kylo Ren's not not wearing I a shirt that. scene? Speaking I of weird that. stuff, I love that Hux <laughs> kept being like uh, he kept making uh, yeah. references to like his abs or his navel. Oh yeah, or something like yep. that. It was like four or five phrases in a row that he. I loved that. That was funny. Yeah. I thought Hux that was really funny. Might have had a little crush on him, just a little. No, no, no. I don't think he did. I think he was he was weirded out. I love that Palpatine was like, okay, first. <laughs> I love how like immediately when he got into that scene, he was like, yeah, you know, supreme leader, blah blah. blah. He's like, okay, let's uh, blah blah blah. Let's talk about that stuff later, and immediately changed the subject to himself. I was like, that's hilarious. And then he's like, okay, tell me the story, but can you put on a shirt first? <laughs> So I enjoyed that part. I've got a lot of little things like that. Like for instance, um, when Ray, like little things that made me laugh where like Ray is initially going into the Jedi temple with BB eight and she's like, you can say that again. And then BB eight says the exact same thing again. Oh my gosh. I didn't even catch that. It's it's like stupid stuff like that, but I love that. I love the line from Yoda on Dagobah. Where he says, per, per our participation trophies for oh, Jedi, yeah. there are not. I la- I laughed out loud at that yeah. part. That was hilarious. I was like, yeah, that's, I, I'm going to quote that. Like, that is awesome. Also, I, I loved, loved Blue Milk. Blue Milk. Yeah, was that was awesome. great. I really enjoyed young Obi Wan banging his head against the table and screaming, Who cares about a trade dispute? <laughs> that was really funny. Yes. <laughs> um, I really enjoyed that. Loved hearing James Arnold Taylor's voice for Obi-Wan. I enjoyed all of the hello there's from Obi-Wan. Yeah. So he does it on top of the elevator with Anakin, and then all three of the Obi-Wans say hello there to themselves (laughs) uh, on Tatooine. Really loved that part. Um, Anakin was being really funny in the elevator. He was mocking Obi-Wan. Uh, I enjoyed Obi-Wan's Force Ghost having to clear his throat to get Luke's attention again during the trench run. Um, what about the solos part? <laughs> yeah, I enjoyed that too. <laughs> and speaking of Greedo, when he comes in at the end, I don't know if it's actually Greedo, but it looks just like Greedo. He even has the same outfit. When he comes in at the end in the Falcon with like the off-world Jawas and stuff, mm-hmm. he says McClunky. Oh, yeah. As he's walking in, and I was like, man, that's a deep cut. Good job for putting that in. I had the subtitles on, I read it, and I was like, ah, he did it. He said the thing uh, from his original scene. Um, I loved that the gonk, the ice sculpture they were making was a gonk droid um, in the Falcon. Uh, Vader talking about the name of the Death Star 2 was funny. 
Oh, this and I killer. even love. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I I loved how like Kylo Ren suggests it later, and the Emperor and loves it. The Emperor loved it then. Yeah, and yeah, and Vader was like kind of ticked off. Um, I love that Vader said he had to go to every gift shop on Batu to find a mug like that. That was funny. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the family. Vaders fighting each other. I did too. That, that whole hot awesome. scene was hilarious, uh, especially the stormtroopers being like, Wait, "What's the protocol? What's the protocol mm-hmm. for this? Like, are we how do we, how do we even respond?" Um, Chewie's family looked a lot like his family from the original holiday special. I was going to say, was Chewie's wife there? Yeah. But then Chewie's girlfriend was there too? Hmm? Oh, actually, I just assumed it was his wife, but that could be really awkward, actually. Maybe it was like his brother or something. Well, because, okay, so in the original holiday special, it's his wife, Spoilers. he has a son, and, it, and it's his dad. Okay. So their names, his dad's name is Itchy, his wife's name is Mala, and his son's mm-hmm. name is Lumpy. <laughs> Literally, his name is Lumpy. <laughs> and, and his dad's name is Itchy? Itchy, yeah. And so his dad is an older, silver-furred Wookiee, his son is a shorter brown furred Wookiee, okay. and his wife is a like a normal sized brown furred Wookiee, and that's oh. that's what shows up. Yeah, in and the Falcon, his girlfriend shows up, and they yeah, go that's all around. Yeah, that was <laughs> that's what I was yeah, like. I, Wait, hold up. <laughs> that was there for the parents. I feel like yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I love the hot scene. I'm going. I'm going through my list as I took notes. Um, okay. I, I loved when they went to Mustafar and Anakin's like, I hate you. And OP starts going, well, you know, Anakin, anger leads to hate and hate leads to, and then he's like, I know, I know. He's like, I know what it leads to and yells at him. I love that part. Um, another part that really made me laugh was Sebulba's reaction when they fell in his lap. I don't know why, but his, his face and his scream really made me laugh. Uh, the clones, jinxing each other was kind of funny i guess um okay and then tatooine there's so many things going on during that scene when they all arrive but like jeremiah mentioned the hans or drew did you mention it the han solos he's like oh yeah yeah. do you want do you want to shoot first and he's like yeah and then they both just kill garrito on screen so that's great Makes sense. Um, I laughed really hard at Maul without legs. I loved that part. Um, the part where Darth Vader says, my son, and Luke's like, what? And he's like, uh, my, these binary sons yes, sure are was... hot. Like, that was funny. Was and then hilarious. when Luke's running away, he's like, private, par- private farm, private farm, no trespassing. I thought that was funny. <laughs> yeah. Um, Okay, did you guys catch that after the first initial sh- shot of the Death Star 2, every other one after that, something falls off oh, of it in space? Yeah. Yes, yeah, and yeah. I enjoyed that a lot. That was really funny to watch that continue to happen. Um, Palpatine was hilarious. Kylo Ren and Hux, we talked about that scene. Uh, okay, the re- the reactor shaft bit. So every every time... 
everything after in Palpatine and Vader's relationship, after he hears that Vader threw him down the reactor shaft, <laughs> is so funny. Yeah. Because Palpatine's so salty and petty about it. Yes. Um, I really enjoyed the whole part about uh, where Palpatine is like comparing Kyler. He's like, hey, kid, you have a lightsaber? And he starts comparing it to Vader's. He's like, yeah, this is cooler than his. <laughs> and then he he's like, do you have a helmet? <laughs> and he fixes Kylo Ren's helmet and Vader's like, oh, well, that's original. Yeah, that was funny. And then like Palpatine takes him under his wing and like throws Vader to the side. I thought that was really funny. Um, At one point, Poe makes a reference to something being as bad as Jar Jar Binks' Senate speech. I thought that was really funny. Yeah, that was funny i was kind of sad we didn't get jar jar in this at all i'm not I, sad i was I stop was hating on jar jar i don't hate on jar jar <laughs> i loved I max rebo oh yeah and also, i love how i appreciate huh? how lando said off world jaw was when he saw yeah him. i did too. Like, i appreciated that even though it was kind of random that they were there, but what was that stuff yeah. that that food that Pin a Poe wanted? Was it Tip Tap or was it Tip Yip? Is that something tip, yep. that is part of Star Wars? Or is that I am glad you up? asked. I looked it up. It is the Endorian chicken. So it's the chicken that's found on Endor, oh. and it was served. Uh, in the various eating establishments on Batu during the sequels period. And I'm pretty sure that it is a real dish. Don't quote me on that. Don't quote me on that. But in, I'm pretty sure like, it's, real life, it's something or... at something you can get at the Galaxy's Edge. Oh, okay. I'm going to look that up right now. I was going to say, I, I, I like how I, uh, Chewbacca uh, yeah. was making sure no one was eating the porgs. Did you notice that? What did you oh, say I that? Know. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. Yeah, I, there's I, a recipe I, in, in the, the Galaxy's, um, Galaxy's Edge, cookbook. Edge cookbook. Yeah. Yeah. Fried Endorian tip yip. Tip yip. Do you have to use a, a starship engine to cook oh, it? Oh, dear Lord. <laughs> what? No. And... Let's. I hope not. I was like, dude, why are you? You're about to kill yourself. Also, but I guess that's the spirit of Lego Star Wars. The Lando gift. Please be a KP. So was that? It's a wrap. Was that supposed to be? I loved it. Admiral Akbar. No, because he is dead. Wait, Greedo was dead, and he showed up at the end. I don't think that that was Greedo. I think it was just like a placeholder Mon Calamari that did the thing. Okay. And and I don't yeah. think that's actually Greedo either, because because if you remember in um after in Jedi there was another what it was Greedo's Rodian Rodian that was wearing his exact same outfit that was in Jabba's palace. So yeah, like, they oh. they all shop at the same uh, cultural H- dress H M N H and M. So you know, yeah. Hey, uh, really quickly, speaking of shopping, um, do, you, do you guys know where I like to buy coffee from? No, why don't you tell us? Well, it, I really enjoy coffee from Wesley Andrews Coffee and Tea, and it just so happens that they happen to be the second sponsor of today's episode. 
Cool. Ooh. Pretty big surprise, huh? Yep. <laughs> okay, well, now that we've all cringed, let's take a quick listen to a word from the second sponsor of today's episode, Wesley Andrews Coffee and Tea. Hey everyone, Andrew here. I'm pleased to tell you that the sponsor for today's episode is Wesley Andrews Coffee and Tea. If you don't know anything about Wesley Andrews, you definitely should. They're an award-winning coffee roaster and shop in Minneapolis, Minnesota, and they make fantastic coffee. The awesome thing is that they have a subscription service that gets those amazing coffee beans delivered to your door on an either weekly, bi-weekly, or a monthly basis. Unfortunately, we're all being negatively affected by this virus right now. But that being said, what a better time to try some new coffee and support a local business. I know they'll greatly appreciate it, and we will too. After all, using the code Empire Radio with a capital E and a capital R with no space at checkout, when you start a new subscription at wesleyandrews.cc, you'll get 50% off your first purchase. I can't think of a better deal. Get 50% off, support a local Minneapolis coffee shop, and support your favorite Star Wars podcast. In the words of Emperor Palpatine, do it. All right, you should do it. Go get a subscription. Go check out cufflinks.com. Do both of them. I promise you won't regret it. Cool, cool. Uh, yeah. So, okay, so a part that I enjoyed is when uh-huh. uh, um, Kylo and Rey are fighting in the temple, or in, or in the throne room. And then he's like, join me, and together we can rule the galaxy. And Palpatine's like, Oh yes! Wait, what? And then BB-8 grabs the thing, and then he's grabbing it from BB-8, and then it just goes to her instead. I was like, "Oh, the uh, the crystal." Yeah, yeah, it was like making like in fun force of, of awake force awakens. Yeah, it was so. Awesome. Well, he says right after that, he goes, "I should have seen that coming." Yes, <laughs> which I thought was funny. Yeah, it was pretty awesome. Also, I enjoyed that she had her yellow lightsaber. Yeah, I did too. I, I highly enjoyed it. I will. Speaking of lightsabers, I I must say that like the the more serious fight scenes in this, oh yeah, which aren't very serious, but That's like the was, actual fight scenes it, yeah. were very were very well done. I was, like I yeah. enjoyed. Them. I was thinking this morning when I was watching, like this is better choreography than the actual sequel movies. <laughs> oh boy, am I wrong? No, there hey. was like three times more lightsaber <laughs> on lightsaber hits. Than all of the Last Jedi, and it was all from Ray fighting people that weren't even in her movies. Yeah. <laughs> so I did enjoy seeing Mace Windu, even though he was only there for a brief second. I was kind of sad we didn't get Boba Fett. Boba Fett. But Bo- <laughs> I was really hoping nobody was going to say it, <laughs> but. Uh, I was back to the lightsabers really quickly. I enjoyed when Vader was dodging the rocks. Oh yeah, yeah, he just moved. Well, because like you know, we all know Vader is just like super ba dark side wielder, and he was kind of being the opposite of that on the Death Star when he was handing Palpatine the mug. So I was like, okay, is he going to be this like ofy pushover <laughs> yeah. character this whole time? But then when he did that, I was like, oh, oh no, no, he still he still has a lot of skill. Like it, it was nice to see a balance of that with him for sure. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no Boba Fett. Yeah. Would it have been too much for Boba Fett? No. 
I don't think so. Like, even if he was just on Tatooine, like, with all of them shooting each other, like, just had him flying around. Or someone, like, accidentally bump him and he's spinning in the air. Oh, yeah, that like, would have been funny. That would have been hilarious. Been... Oh, like, they, yeah. Yeah, like, they saved him from falling into the astrology or, pit. Like, like, how that one, when all the, 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 um, they fell into the hole, all the, or all the, um, what's, not, not clones, the troopers. The troopers? Yeah, they fell into the hole, and one of them didn't because he had a jetpack, and he was flying. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm really glad that there wasn't, there wasn't, like, a, they fly now line. I'm glad that they didn't put that in. That there. that was it. That was that's that's what we got. Yeah, I'm and I'm fine with that as long as they didn't say it. I thought that was funny. I laughed. It was very so, laughable and like it is just it's what Lego movies are. Like that's what yeah, this is. Yeah. Like, I mean, if you haven't seen the Lego movie, like just prepared for like stupid making fun of every franchise possible all in one movie pretty much. Like it's so funny. Now, I would say the humor in this is a lot is a lot more childish than like the Lego movie. And like the Lego the yeah. actual Lego movie wasn't anywhere near to being like adult humor. But for for whatever, like it's hard to explain, but it it's I guess it seemed more deep the humor in that movie. It's like, one of it's it, like the like like Disney like old school movies where there's like comedy for kids, and then there's always the hidden adult jokes. Yeah, but that, then as a child, you don't understand. Yeah, but then I also feel like with that movie, the Lego Movie, the second Lego Movie, and even the Lego Batman Movie, like there's there's something new. There's there's like another joke or another layer that you get every time you watch them. Mm-hmm. They're always entertaining to me. But so this this one wasn't quite to that level, but it was really enjoyable. Like it was a great, you know, wholesome one and done story movie you know it was only 47 minutes long so it's not too long did you guys enjoy the short the kiss at the end what would poe kissed what's her name oh zuri zuri they bumped oh heads. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was she uh, she didn't take off her mask nope. yeah I, that's fine i mean everybody wanted them to get together in the movies but they never did so yeah but yeah, uh, so what, I mean, overall, what what would you guys, if you don't, I mean, do you have anything else to say? No. Not really. <laughs> Jeremiah. I, 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 I didn't even have much it. to say at the start of the thing, so I don't have a lot to say now. <laughs> I, I, I thought it was exactly what it is. Like, I knew it was going to be like this, and I wasn't disappointed at all. Like, yeah, don't go it. into this thinking it's going to be like, I don't. I, yeah, I don't know what other like even if yeah, I don't know. I I'm kind of like tongue tied on what anyone would think this could be. Kind yeah. of confused. Like this is clearly just making fun of what it is. Like yeah, it's very fan servicey and very campy. Like it's it's there to to throw references in and to have fun. Yeah. And it's there to, you know, kind of tell it because like the the whole point of it is like this message of like family's important. Being together is important. Like hold hold those relationships close to you. Like that's mm-hmm. kind of the overarching message to this whole thing. Yeah. Um, but there's like not really a plot. I mean, there is. There's a plot. There's a it's plot. Not, like, but it like but doesn't not, like, do super anything. In depth. 
Yeah, yeah. it doesn't really. It's a kid show. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's for kids. It's rated seven for a reason. Like, you have to be seven yeah. years old to understand the jokes. Like, it's a kid thing. But I'm really going to enjoy watching this with my nieces and nephews. It's going to be Oh, fun. for sure. And I'll, I'll definitely enjoy watching it again before Christmas, you know, during the holiday season. Yeah. So, for both of you, I would say... On a scale from one to ten lightsabers, oh my god! I would give this. This is for what it is. For what it is. No, no, no! Don't knock this. Don't knock this. I didn't know we're ranking it. <laughs> you better have something, something prepared. Uh, for what it is, I would give it a solid nine out of ten. For what it is. For what it I'm is. Not, I'm not comparing this to the Mandalorian or anything else. Just for yeah, what it yeah, is. Yeah. For the enjoyment. For the humor. I give it a nine out of 10. Like it was, it was fun. Yeah. For me. Yeah. I would give it a nine out of 10 as well. Lightsabers, because for me, it's what the late, when they announced it and they showed the trailer, like this is Lego version of the holiday special for star Wars. Like it's nothing more. Yeah. And it's not supposed to be serious. And for me, this is exactly what I thought it was going to be. And and I liked it. They made Poe just as annoying as he is in all the other movies. Oh so gosh. I was super happy about that. Like they put his character perfectly for me. So yeah, nine out of ten. Jeremiah. Um, I'd probably just give it <laughs> a five out of ten. That's only because of Palpatine. If it wasn't for Palpatine, okay. it would be like That's fair. A three. <laughs> That's fair. One of one of the things that I was going to bring up, but it wasn't, it wouldn't go anywhere, was the, the lack of original holiday special content. Uh, there's nothing there from the original holiday special, pretty much at all. Um, but neither of you have seen it, and so nothing. Well, is I, I guess besides the characters, right? Potentially. Well, no. I mean, well, the the Chewie's family maybe, but like everything else is completely different. And there, there I I did have a conversation with someone, um, where they were because they had seen the original holiday special and they were like, yeah, I was kind of bummed that like they didn't bring anything in. But then I was like, well, if they had, George Lucas would have probably been royally pissed because he tried to get rid of the existence of that thing. Yeah. And like, George's mind, that's not canon. Yeah. Uh, so I would have really enjoyed it, but I don't think it would have been adaptable for a very wide audience. I think it would have been just like an adult, you know, animated movie for, for people that were above the age of like 30 or that had actually seen it. And very few people yeah. that are young have actually seen that. So they would have had to gear it towards a different audience anyways, but it would have been really funny to at least see them make fun of it in this. Yeah. one. Yeah. Um, but you know, that's what well, we have the actual holiday special for. And that's why we're going to review it later. I was going to say like, I, when this first got announced and it was just like star Wars holiday special legal, I was thinking it was literally the holiday special but with the Lego characters oh, no, no. and this that enough, like that enough would have made fun of it. You know, that's why I thought that was yeah. going to be. Yeah. But then when we saw it had to do with like Ray and them, like, yeah, it was, 
it was probably better than what we're actually gonna get in the holiday special. I can tell you that undoubtedly you are going to enjoy this more than the holi- the actual holiday special. Jeremiah, there are there, there are mo- <laughs> there are moments there are moments in that holiday special that are just like your classic WTF moments where something's happening on screen and you're you're watching it and you're like, why is this? is this actually happening? And then you find yourself leaning into the thought of, did this actually get produced? And then you realize it did and it got aired on television and it it gets so much worse from there. So, uh, but yeah, we are going to be doing, we got to figure out how we're going to do it logistically, but to you, the listeners, we are going to be doing a video, a special video episode on the original holiday special because it is on YouTube in its entirety. So we're going to try to find a way to watch it and film some live commentary uh, in the process. And also, if you like the Expanded Universe, uh, coming up starting next week, next Tuesday, we are going to be doing a three-part series on the Timothy, the original Timothy Zahn Thrawn trilogy, Heir to the Empire uh whatever, I forget the name of the middle book, and then it's The Last Command. It's Heir to the Empire, Dark Force Rising. There you go. I knew I had it in there somewhere. And then The Last Command. So we're going to be talking about those. Um, Drew actually surprised me earlier this week, and he picked up Heir to the Empire, the novel. I did. So uh, so we're going to be taking a, a look at those in a similar way that we did the Star Wars Infinity series of comics. Um, so for those of you that have never heard that story about the, about Thrawn and kind of his first real appearance in Star Wars, what was, you know, then I guess considered to be canon, uh, at the time, now's your chance. It's a really good story. And for a lot of people, it's what a a lot of people considered to be seven, eight, nine. Yes. And then it's the. The comic series that we're going over, though, not the book. Well, I I chose novels. Yeah, I chose to do the graphic novel because the because they hit on all of the main points really well, and they're easier to digest in a podcast episode. Yes, Uh, because if we did the book, I mean, we'd have to go by chapters or something, and it would get extremely long. So. Yes. Uh, I, I do have the graphic novels for each of those and we're going to talk about those, go over the story and whatnot like we did with the Infinity series. So stay tuned but for yeah, that. If you voted in our uh, our Instagram, I did an Instagram vote, should we do a podcast on this? And it was majority rule that we should. And guess what? We are. And we actually were planning on doing it, even if you guys would have said no. But (laughs) I just thought it would have been kind of cool to see what you guys' general thoughts were. And so I'm excited for you guys who is excited for this because it's going to be good. Also, you can also go check out our YouTube channel, um, Empire Radio um, Podcast. You can go find us over there on YouTube. And... Uh, we did uh, me and Jeremiah actually did a really cool um, surprise mystery box unboxing of cufflinks.com. Yeah. So go check out that video. It's really fun and it was a really fun time being surprised. And you can yeah, see our I reaction. Enjoyed it. And yeah, also, they didn't let me know anything about it until I yeah. actually got to see it when it went live for everyone yeah. else because apparently I'm not enough of a VIP to see anything beforehand, even though uh, I'm a secrets, part of the group. Yep. Secrets. And so Minnesota I it and I Secrets. Very, 
I was, oh my gosh. Minnesota <laughs> secrets. But also um, looking forward to future content. Um, those of you who follow us on Instagram and or Facebook, you saw some images posted about uh, season two of my Bad Batch fan fiction series. Oh boy. So, oh boy. If you guys haven't, if you're new to the channel and you haven't listened to my Bad Batch fan series that I started writing, uh, I did season one over the summer and we went over that. Um, and it's pretty exciting. And I've been working really hard on season two, which will be coming out in January. And so, da, 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 yeah. da. it's it's getting and, pretty juicy. And. I have an idea, and I would love some listener feedback for this. Um, Drew, have you read the book Dark Disciple? Nope. So it's a canon novel. It's about Quinlan Voss and Asajj Ventress. And it is based on unproduced episodes of The Clone Wars. Oh, interesting. And this sounds like Jeremiah content. Well, let me tell you. So I got it because I'd heard it was good, and it'd been sitting on my shelf for a while, and I started reading it. Who wrote it? Who wrote it? Christine Golden. Mm. And uh, and I started reading it, and these are the this type of story. I I really didn't like. I didn't expect a ton because I knew how it ended. Like you know, it happens within the realm of Clone Wars, but Clone Wars ends like you know. It's one of those stories that has definite bookends. You know what I'm saying? Like they can't do anything that's like really, really alters the Star Wars canon. But I have to admit, this is one of the craziest stories I've read as far as I I'm trying to think of a way to say this without without spoiling anything, but it it really makes being a Jedi really interesting mm-hmm. it really like it it takes some twists and just like it doesn't pull punches and it does things that i never expected to happen and so if you the listeners think uh it would be worth taking an episode and going over that novel dark disciple if you've read it let us know on our social media accounts or on youtube so again facebook instagram empire radio podcast all one word no spaces and then on YouTube, Empire Radio, a Star Wars podcast. And go and let us know. Send us a message. Leave a comment. And if you want to see us do an episode on that book, because it, not only is it a book, but it is canon as well, um, I'd love to get some feedback to see if we could maybe put that on the slot for a future episode. And who knows? Maybe, maybe, just maybe, Jeremiah might read it. Um... If we can get up to 10,000 subscribers on YouTube by the end of the year, I'll read it. That would be a monumental. That's that's how hard I want to make it in order for me you to read You really don't like reading that much, huh? <laughs> no, not really. All right. Well, look. Uh, it's up you to so you much. guys. <laughs> yeah, it, it's, it's, up to, it's up to you guys. Uh, but thank you so much for taking the time to listen to the Empire Radio podcast. We really appreciate it. We love you guys. Uh, and we wouldn't be able to do this without you. And uh, we love being a part of the Star Wars community with you. So this has been another episode of the Empire Radio podcast. I'm Andrew. I'm Jeremiah. I'm Drew. May the Force be with you. 
Oh, 